following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. Look, dudes send out penis pics the way women send out smiley faces. All of these old white people saying that they, they finally heard us, that they were listening to us, that they wanted to, you know, really, really grasp what we were so angry about. And then the NFL goes and hires nothing but white people. If you commit an act of war in a seditious and treasonous way, foreign or domestic, you should have met your end. And the idea that only one person was killed during that act of war lets me know that they won. The five-minute warning. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat... Five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown. Happening right now. Da-da-da-da. Hello. This is a new episode of Five-Minute Warning. Yes, I am Ruben. And of course, we have AG in the house. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? And we will have Moby join us a little bit later. Um, But you know, I have to say that... If you haven't listened to the last podcast, episode 65, you're missing out. <laughs> that joint was funny. And I'm not saying this because I was on it. I'm just saying that joint was funny. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And then the fact that we're going to talk about something that was up there later on is even funnier. So, you know, before we get into all that craziness, I have to say... Like, if you start working out, you can't stop. Because going back is the worst. You didn't know that before? I mean, I did, but, you know, I guess you got to learn sometime. <laughs> so, wait a minute. How long were you away? Oh, man. This is the first time this year I've actually done something. Are you serious? So I went, yeah. So, I went to the gym this morning. And I did the treadmill. You know, and I just kind of... I've been reading some stuff on, like, you know treadmills aren't good or you're not supposed to spend a whole bunch of time on it or you know stuff like that so i decided that i'm gonna do an hour on a treadmill okay and then i looked at my watch after it's all over and said well you did 700 steps this thing just said i walked two miles and i just thought about it. i was like you know did i really walk two miles or did the treadmill walk two miles and i just happened to be on it and so i just thought about that and i and i now understand why like, I don't be getting the amount of steps I do when I actually physically go walk two miles because I'm not really walking. I'm just well, I'm walking in place. And it's like, so normally I walk two miles. It's like 2,200 steps. But I just did like 750 steps. And I'm just like, man, this treadmill's a, a crock. It's not a I'm crock. I'm upset. It's not a crock. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to get, let's see. The idea that you're moving is a good thing, but I think that you're looking at the numbers and it's like you feel cheated. But well, yeah, because I look at walk. how many steps I walk. And if I only if I only walk 750 steps, but the machine says I walk two miles, in true life, and I did two miles, it's like 2,400 steps. I get that, but I think for me, it's I'm glad that you're moving because I, I struggle, man. I mean, I struggle, so I'm like, you know, I'm just glad that you're moving. 
Well, I'm glad that I'm moving, but not moving enough. So now I got to go do four miles, which is another two hours and another hour. And I'm not about that way. So I got to figure out some way to walk around here because, you know, I ain't about to really walk around where I live at. Where I used to live, it was kind of contained. So I could just walk around there twice, call it a day. Now, now nah, there's city stuff going on, man. I ain't got time. I ain't playing with these people. Oh, so I don't know. There's a school down the street. So. I might go try to check that out and see if they got like a a, 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 a track. track. Okay. Yeah, but then again, if somebody trying to get you, I mean, who am I running from? Well, you know what? If somebody wants to get you, they're gonna get you. How about? But that? I don't want. To, I don't want to get got like that. <laughs> well, you got to figure something out, man. I'm just saying. I'm glad that you're moving. That's all. Well, yeah. I yeah. feel like I wasted an hour. Yo, man, I got something to say. What's up? Okay, you know that that uh. That that fake Jim Crow that was going on with the Postal Service last year before uh, before the election, where they were snatching out uh, mailboxes and like uh, slowing down the Postal Service in any way they could. Yeah, because they're idiots. Well, you, and you know when they did it, it caused a whole bunch of foolishness by uh, for people getting uh, letters and, and packages. Uh, yeah. for Christmas and everything, right? Because they did it right before the Christmas season started. Yeah, because they're so, stupid. Yeah, exactly. But the the funny thing is. Uh, Aunt Queen, and shout out to Aunt Queen for sending sending uh, a Christmas card she does every year, and I appreciate it. Uh, she sent a Christmas card post dated the fifteenth of December. We received it two days ago. Shut up, man! I'm not kidding. Which makes it the nineteenth of January, folks. I'm just saying, yo, it was the craziest. And it's a funny thing. I mean, it's not really funny, but it's like it happened to us. We we uh, we sent my dad and my stepmom. Uh, a card it took them i want to say it took them two or three weeks to get it they barely got it before year's end it was crazy man crazy it was that a christmas card or yeah a card? christmas card oh, okay. like I, we send them we, you know we give them gift cards and stuff like that we don't really do presents we just get gift cards whatever and it, yeah they, they i think they got it like a couple days left in the month wow you need to send this out digitally man i didn't know you could do that but i'm just saying just just saying that the mail service is going to be a minute overcoming and coming back from what the government did just trying to you know trying to rock the jim crow it was crazy yeah. man it's crazy foolishness foolishness yes yeah, and i mean it's just like uh, nah i don't feel like talking about it right now but that's I what mean, the show's all about man <laughs> yeah every time i every time i turn on cnn i'm not gonna lie man i like cnn i'm weaning myself off cnn which is awesome but Every time they mention Holly, yo, man, I just want to throw something on the television. Who's that? Like, Senator Holly from Missouri. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, man. He is like, he is like in line to be douchebag of the year. Strong. <laughs> for, for 2020, man. It's only I mean, January. 20, He's I mean, already got the award. Okay. Yo, it's, that guy sucks. Well. Like, like he ain't getting reelected in Missouri. They don't like him in Missouri. Are you sure about he, that? The dude who, I guess, the the congressman who um, went to bat for him pretty much come out in public and say, I wish I'd never done that. And I'm just like, yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Because of his shenanigans, um, you know, with the whole insurrection and stuff. Yeah, man. The hate is real. Well. And he's like, well, I'm just doing this for all my, all my uh, constituents. 
<laughs> so you telling me? <laughs> yes, he's telling you. All those black people in Missouri, however many they are, are cool with what you just did. Now, if that is the truth, I ain't never going to Missouri because you already know what's up there. Well, it's the, just what it is. Well, it is, and it's not going to change. And I and uh, Lauren has kids that live. Well, one child still lives there, and you know, by third hand information. It's like, uh, it's exactly what you think it is. So, wow, it's like 1963 for real? It, it's not a place in which I would like to visit, you know, for any amount of time. Oh, wow. It's, it's Missouri, man. Like I said, you got to understand, you know, first of all, 87% of the country is does not look like us. Okay, that's first. And when you had that kind of juice, you ain't trying to give up no juice either. So it's like some of the things that her daughter hears because she's white, and people are comfortable saying stuff like that it's like wow and yes it's just like that and i'm not saying it's missouri because it's missouri that's not missouri is not an anomaly missouri is the norm so i just want to put that out there it's not missouri and yes missouri is just like you think it is but the entire country is just like you think it is there is no safe place is what i'm saying see all right let's be right here like my my Geography is not good. Okay. It's just not. And it's never going to be because it's just not. So, for whatever reason, I thought Missouri was like Midwest. It is. Yes and no. I'm looking at the map right here. And it's literally beside Illinois. And it's barely connected to Kentucky, but right above Tennessee and Arkansas. Right. So, but here's my thing. It's like, Above Missouri, you have Iowa. Yeah. But then you have Illinois and you know what I'm saying? So it's like in Kansas. Yeah. In Nebraska. Yes. So it's like I didn't realize like the hate went that far up because as far as I knew, the Midwest didn't really have that kind of hate. Yes, they do. And and I can well, clearly I, I can attest to it because I'm a huge fan for so many reasons, a lot of it with family. Uh of Chicago and Illinois in general. Okay. And what I'm telling you is Chicago is one of the most racist places in the world, frankly, because you don't think that it is. There are so many people that think like you think, but for real, it's a rape man, Chicago and, and Illinois. As you go south in Illinois, it gets worse. But for real, Illinois, I mean, um, Chicago proper, the suburbs, everywhere racist as hell okay i want people to understand that when they go north when they go to the midwest because really cincinnati is 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 northern kentucky that's what that is that's funny because cincinnati because see really the 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 Bengals, their training camp is in kentucky word yes if if it's the same as it all as it's always been, which I don't see Mike Brown spending no money, so I gotta believe it's still there. I'm surprised they even get to go to Kentucky. Yeah, for real. But they're 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 Cincinnati and Kentucky are just you could walk. So what I'm telling you is racism is alive and well, alive and well. It's not really? going anywhere. But don't sleep on these places that you think are cool because black folks migrated to them trying to escape the South. It just feels different and it's colder. Well, see, I guess my thing is, I always, like, I always wonder why Missouri was in the SEC, Southeastern Conference, you know, for sports and stuff. Cause I was like, 
Missouri ain't that close, but it's closer than I thought it was. Well, it's closer than you thought it was, but that's more of a money issue. You can't go by that. The bottom line is what we're talking about. I'm just trying to impress on you that the racism is there. It's just different. Because see, in Chicago, you have you have racism, and then you have ethnic groups, and they hate each other, but they all hate black people. Dang. So if you're if you're Polish, if you're Jewish, if you're Italian. If you're Greek, it's a melting pot. They don't like each other, but they all hate black people. What we do to them? Well, I'm just letting you know what it's like. Yeah, oh, man. Because, because you know, if you if you hang out where Oprah live, it's co- it's cool. They don't like you, but it's cool. Once you get out in like Wrigleyville, like where 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 the Cubs play baseball, yeah, racist as hell. Okay. Oh wow. When you go to the South Side, where all the brown people live. Oh, yeah, of course. But right before you get to the south side where uh, Soldier Field is, where it's like lily white and bougie, racist as hell. Now, when you're you're hearing about all those black people shooting each other and all that, from Hyde Park to south side of Chicago is not that far away. But it may as well be a million miles away. It's just like they burning down L.A., during the Watts riots, doing the, um, the 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 riots they had ninety two or whenever it was, the the difference between where they were in South Central and Beverly Hills is a half an hour. People hey. don't realize that, and I'm telling you the same thing. If you're on the Gold Coast on Michigan Avenue, the South Side of Chicago is a, probably about like twenty five minutes away from you. So that means bougie people that don't live on Michigan Avenue are 10 minutes away from you. But it's a world away. And those people can't stand black people. And if you think they weren't laughing when they were killing each other two summers ago, you are sadly mistaken. The Midwest is as racist as any Mississippi town. It just feels different and it looks different, but it is the same. It's the same beast in a different suit. And I'm telling you, do not... And the other and the other thing I want to say about this is California skates a lot, but but California is racist as hell. And if you don't think so, ask somebody that that lives in California that's brown. Racist as hell, especially when you get outside of uh, L.A. L.A. or San Francisco or San Diego. Like if you live in Bakersfield, oh my god. If you live in Fontana, where the racetrack is, oh my God, you don't want none of that smoke, man, because you don't understand the smoke coming. Like if we go to Mississippi, we know it's smoke. We already know. We we know we about to get got. Right. But when you go to Fontana for a race, California, if you go go there for a race, it's right there. It's... um, got the actual town but anyway the, the track is fontana but anyway if you go there for a race you're thinking it's cool it's california whatever whatever no no so that's what all the people out there that watch sons of anarchy where they're yeah. like you know they're like northern california between la and san francisco and stockton racist as hell it all makes sense i'm telling you man california the west northwest racist now, don't nobody like the Asians. Don't nobody like the uh, the Mexicans and all that. But they all can't stand us. That is the common denominator. 
So I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. Chicago is my favorite city, hands down. I've been in Chicago, but I was 16. Well, so. you don't you don't really know. Clearly you not. You really you don't know. And it's, it's hard to know because somebody had to school me. But I remember, and this is this is a this is the first time I had ever experienced this. My dad told me about it. It happened to him a lot. And then, it, and then it was confirmed by you know black people uh, telling stories or whatever that matched everything my mom and dad told me. Mm. But I was dating a girl um, in Chicago, long distance thing or whatever it was. And one uh, Christmas I was there, and we went shopping. And so we went. To, she wanted to take me into the store or whatever it was. And the store was three stories. So, and the reason I, I'm saying this to you for a reason. So anyway, so the store the store is three stories. Mm-hmm. Got a basement, got a main floor, got upstairs. So we walk in, dude's like, hey, I can I help you? So oh, we're just looking at whatever it was, keep it moving. So I'm on the first floor and he's still there, but I'm not paying attention because I just saw the dude. So we go to the top floor and I'm like, dude, do, do, do. I look around, there he is. I'm like, okay. So I passed it off. But I'm thinking about my dad at this point because this dude walked upstairs when I'm like, there are other people up here that could help me. You walked upstairs? Okay. So we walked from the, we can't, we went down from the upstairs down to the basement from the first floor, the street floor. And I saw that dude again, just eyeballing me. I'm like, wow, this is real. This is real. And that was my first real experience that let me know that I was that coon. Oh, wow. I was at Jig. Wow. You know, I'm that colored dude. And so it's yeah. like, I never forgot that experience. And th- where did this happen? This didn't happen in, you know, this this didn't happen in a, in a place in where it looked like it was a racist town. This happened on the Gold Coast on Michigan Avenue in Chicago, Illinois. Not, not 10 years ago. Wow. So, I mean, I'm sorry, 20 years ago, because this is like right at the turn of the century. So this is, as far as what we're talking about is brand new. It's going to be brand new. Racism is not going anywhere. It is undefeated. It's going to be undefeated. Well, you know. Well. I don't know if it's undefeated. 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 It's never going away. Ever. I keep telling you that. You never believe me. But uh, do the math. Do the math. I mean, I guess when I say undefeated, like, I think the internet's undefeated. And since when is racism not the internet? I mean, well, the, you know, before the internet was, was out. Well, I'm just here to tell you that there are forces in the internet that you haven't even seen that are letting you know that racism is alive and well. It's not going away. I mean, that's very true, unfortunately. Unfortunately, father time, racism, and women undefeated. <laughs> oh, you said women undefeated. Undefeated. Eh, I don't know, man. That one, that that woman who got punched in the face took an L. She did, but she, that's a battle she lost. That the war is already won. <laughs> telling you, man. <laughs> telling you. I mean, it looks like Moby. If Moby was here right now, he. This is what he would say. He would say, "Half the country." And that's the truth. And the numbers bear it out. Nearly half the country voted for this dude twice. Or voted for him for the first time because something just snapped. And those people went from sensible 
to all the way somewhere else. And I'm not saying being a conservative is not sensible. I'm just saying that is bat crap crazy is what I'm saying to you. So there it is. Live and well, my friend. You always going to be a jig. Understand that. Wow. Always. Me too. And they like my wife when she's by herself. They hate her when she's with me. And it's a real thing. Yes, family members too. But it is what it is. I'm just not afraid to say something about it. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's not real. Yes, it is. We are racist as we can be. And black people too. We are racist as we can be. This is never going away. Because the first time a white person goes, that's not cool. You got a, you got a black person say, man, cracker, please. Oh, wow. So it's not going away. We are all complicit. Oh, all right. But since we're talking about this angle, the Midwest and all those people that are there do not be fooled. Racist as hell. So there it is for me. I don't know what Moby going to say about it. I understand how you feel a little bit, but I'm telling you, man. I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's not even anything I can say about it. It's just, it is what it is. It's truth. You know, if that's the case, that's, that's just what it is. And you just keep moving. Have to. But again, I, and I think, I think I, I want to, I don't know. I didn't know I'd be talking about this. I want to, uh, I didn't either let people know that are like my wife and, and, and like-minded people like that that don't look like me but they down I'm sorry and I'm not talking to you I know it's hard for, for you to feel like I'm not talking to you but for real I'm not talking to you I don't really have time to take people one you know one person at a time life is moving too fast for that but when you verify who you are you cool and I will stand up for you because sometimes crap goes both ways I just want y'all to understand that I'm not talking to you. That we have we have some people that don't look like that look like us in our family. I want to make sure those people understand I'm not talking to them. I'm just not. Because this is not a blanket statement. But it is. I'm just not talking to you. So I just want to put that out there too. Because I don't want ever want to offend a white person out there that is down, that is sacrificed and lost because of their choices and completely debase and devalue what they've done. That's, that's, I really want to get that out there because we spend a lot of time going, you know, sounding like Malcolm X sometimes before he went to Mecca. I don't really like that because it discounts a lot of people that are down, that have, some of them paid the ultimate price that they didn't have to pay. So as long as that's out there to balance what I said, I definitely want to be, a, you know, neutral as far as a litmus, te litmus test goes. So in full, that's what I'm saying. But for real, when you travel, understand most of the places that you go. And then like we were talking about Boston, Boston and the Midwest are the same. They're the same. Racist as hell. Racist as hell. So just as long as you understand that. So, because when you said that, because I laughed and I cried at the same time when you were saying your experience in Boston was the four walls of your hotel room and wherever you had to go. And, and it's just like, I get that because people don't understand how racist the Northeast is. Racist as it can be. And so people need to understand that, man. It's just like, just because it don't look like Mississippi or Alabama does not mean that it's not Mississippi and Alabama. They're just lynching you differently. 
So yep. there it is. I'm good. Wow, man. All right. You just all right, and then it's the end of the show. We'll talk to y'all next time. <laughs> Cause I was gonna say when you asked me what was on my mind, actually that and Ted Cruz has been on my mind. Cause that dude uh-huh. that dude is a pretender, man. I can't stand somebody ain't real. Be yeah, real, man. man. Your name this is, is Raphael. Your name is Raphael Cruz. With your brown self. Trying to whitewash stuff so you can... Man, they don't like you neither, man. They trying to build a wall for you and you... Tr- you know what? I was heated today when we was talking about that. Man, I mean, but you, Come on, man. His last name is Cruz, dog. I, exactly. Exactly. I bet they walk wanna- up... I bet they walk up to that dude and say, I bet you a good shortstop, ain't you? Come on, man. Come on, man. He's he trying to build a wall to keep his people out. Man. Okay. All right. I if mean, that's hey, what we man. Do, if that's what we yeah, do. I, I guess you got to do it. I mean, look like the dude off the Wonder Woman 84 movie. Pedro, man. Uh, One look. You think he's white? You look again. Uh, exactly. His it, name is Pedro. Exactly. Exactly. So you already know. Man, I'm thinking the dude's name is Theodore. That dude's name is Raphael, man. Come on, man. Come on. I mean, we're talking... Uh, I don't feel like talking about Ted Cruz because he sucks. He kind of does. He sucks anyway. But, I mean, he sucks. Nah. It's one thing if you suck and I respect you. But it's quite another yeah. if you suck and you just... It's like ill. Just ill, bro. Ill. You can't, you can't suck in your game as whack. You can't do both, man. Well, actually, Ted Cruz is trying mightily. Well, no, nah, he's done it. Because if you can sit here and back the dude who talked crap about your family. Yeah, truth, truth. I mean, he basically called your wife ugly, dog. Like, in front of everybody, not on a newspaper article. He basically called your wife ugly and your dad need to be in a home or something. I'm like, and now you his best friend? Bruh. <laughs> I mean, you preach it to the choir. Look, I have no respect for the dude. I don't like anybody that's not real. I just don't. I mean, there are a lot of people that I... Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't respect anybody that's not real. I can dislike you and respect you. But I can't respect you if you're not real. It's like, man, come on, man. And here's a big thing. I'll be real. Here's a big thing. The thing that kills me with all these these people is like, don't say something one week. And say something different the next because guess what, fool? They recording you. And literally, CNN is really good at that. <laughs> They're really good <laughs> of showing when you said something this week, but that's not what he was saying last week. And then show the clip in its entirety. Yeah. And it's like, bruh, come on, man. Like, hey. if yo, if you're talking, you must assume at all times there is a video camera. If you just hate me because you ain't me, then you need to hate me all the time. Don't w- decide you want to like me one day and then next week hate me because I'm going to be like, what was up with last week? And, well, you know, blah, blah. I mean, look, uh, no, no. Well, no. apparently it's yes. Yes. Because that's exactly what's happening. Because there are a whole bunch of bad politicians out here. Well, they're not bad politicians. They're they're bad people that happen to be politicians. Let's let's no, get that straight. No, they're awful no, people. No, no. no, Ted Cruz is a bad politician. You, you don't say Ted Cruz is, is is lacking in the humanity part too. Come on, man. Come on, a, man. I mean, it does, I know people know like Ted Cruz, man. I know people like Ted Cruz. It's disappointing. 
He's a disappointing individual. That happens to be a politician at the highest, almost the highest level. Come on, man. Yeah, but there are a whole bunch of politicians that I think they're questionable, yet they at least give me the same rhetoric. I mean, also, like, you just talking about consistency and not telling bold yeah. face lies because, you know, I get that. Yeah, okay. you can't you okay. can't be bouncing from here to there and everywhere. Well, you a damn gummy bear. I mean, what's going on, man? Well, it's just like, let's be real, man. It is well documented. Like, I think Nancy Pelosi's crazy. <laughs> it's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> However, I don't, you know, she gives me the crazy every time I see it. Yeah, she's consistent. I respect your I respect your gangster. You you know what you're getting. Exactly. Yeah. I think that I think the woman is batshit crazy. But hey, whatever you you do what you do, man. Because if you if you crazy enough to take on the president of the United States, regardless of who it is, then I ain't got nothing for you. I mean, it's what it is. But at least I know what I'm getting with Pelosi. Sure. She ain't never gonna deviate from that. No. No. The chick's crazy. She'll do what she wants, when she wants. And don't care about how she wants, and she was gonna do it because she's just speaking the house. And when it's all said and done, she number three. Truth. So you can be all whatever, but um, you know, if you if you talk about taking out the president and the vice president, you need to be watching out for what's left. And that's why you know people are, aren't talking about you know taking out like. Like nobody was talking about taking that. What's up? Oh, B, what's happening, player? What's going on, yeah? Hey, he got light on his house today. Nice. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, man. I mean, it's one thing. What was that name of that TV show? Um, about the dude who will become president if like the top three or four people die. Oh, designated survivor. Yeah, I love that man. show. That show was good. Everybody so, died at once, and he's all of a sudden president. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows who the designated survivor is, man. But you know what? Everybody knows what happened to the president and vice president go. Nancy Pelosi. That's called Nancy Pelosi. That's right. And that and that strikes the fear in every Republican <laughs> heart. So it, you know, it's, it, it's just what it is, man. So Moby, we're talking about um we're talk we haven't gotten on any of the stuff we actually gonna talk about. But Yeah, that was my fault. I'm sorry. That was my Shocker. fault. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. So <laughs> we're talking about how Ted Cruz's real name is Raphael and he's like, bruh, like, what are you doing? And then I was just basically saying that, you know what, I don't care if you hate people or you like people, I just need you to give me the same thing every time you talk because CNN is real good at replaying what you said last week that's completely different from this week. Like, they real good at that. I feel like they got somebody who like, yo, cut that and say that just in case we need that and then next week <laughs> yo you know i told you to cut i need you to go ahead and pull that back up because I mean, they yeah they got people they got people paid to do that they yeah call fact, they call fact checkers exactly <laughs> and so and i was basically like look once again it is gone i've gone on record on this show that i think nancy pelosi's crazy and that's where we got into the whole designated survivor situation because you know what Regardless of who you want to be president, vice president, or whatever, I mean, you could take out those two, but you left with Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, they definitely don't want that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that is that is you know what well, we could we could we could take out the president. Do we really want to do that? Because Nancy Pelosi, nah, 
it ain't worth all that. She's third and in line, I mean, just like you said, third in line. Yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those things. Hey, man, taking back our power and getting Donald Trump, get the votes recounted and letting everybody know that Congress works for us, right? Yes. All right. Fair statement. Much more. Yes, much more than yeah. fair. Yes. So. What I don't understand is why the woman, this some this woman, Riley June Williams. First of all, if they ever put your full government name up there, <laughs> you already messed up. <laughs> because the only time you hear your full name is when you in trouble. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. Because when Shirley be like Ruben Lamont Brown, whoa, that means it's time to go. It's about it's to go real. down, y'all. Yeah. Alton Gene Riddick. Oh my God. What? Oh man, there you go. That's that's when it gets real. <laughs> what did your mom say to you when you know what's what's a problem, Moby? Oh, um depends. That depends. <laughs> but yeah, my whole name generally meant something was wrong. That means it's time it's time to get up and finish what you're doing and keep moving. Yeah. That that that's um that's either protect your chin or um <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> man, you make your mama seem like a thug, man. <laughs> I mean, she listened to the show. She she listened to the show and she hasn't refuted anything I've said. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> well, all right. Well, all right. <laughs> Sweep the leg. <laughs> no mercy. So, <laughs> oh, man. So, so this fool this fool steals a laptop i guess she the one who stole nancy pelosi's laptop yes now once again let me repeat myself <laughs> the purpose of this because i need to make sure people understand I think before they, i make my next statement i think they already do <laughs> the purpose of this insurrection was to get donald trump reelected, or at least a recount and to let people know that you work for us and mischief i'm just gonna say mischief so this fool who's a 22 year old care worker from pennsylvania took a lot back from pelosi's office yes please ask me what she wanted to do with it sell it to the russians what <laughs> what does that have to do with anything that they were trying to do i want i want i want i want to let you all, know that she committed treason twice I just want you to know put that out there you selling I mean, you're selling just, government secrets that's what you're doing i just want you to understand that what you're saying ruben has nothing to do with anything like the point of this look man there's always somebody trying to make some money and that's all that was like she was like man forget all this forget all this insurrection that y'all talking about i'm trying to get some bank but and here's she, the thing <laughs> what russian spot agency is she trying to sell it to I mean, she knows some in Pennsylvania. Well, she had a connection. She had a connect. I'm about to say, I'm about to say she had to have a connect. She did. It's right there in the article. She said that the article said that she had a connect, but the deal fell through. By the way, when you said what you said, Moby, I was like, I'm so glad to have his brother back on the show. Because it's like, I would have never thought of that angle. She trying to... <laughs> And she was trying to make some bank, man. No, no, like, I just, I man, there, there was a whole bunch of people in that gym that once they had no intentions of breaking into the Capitol. And when they saw other people do it, they was like, well, let's see if we can get some free shit. 
<laughs> and Moby hit it. And with that, Moby is back. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's that's the same thing that happens at all the, the Black Lives Matter when people start breaking into stuff. It's always some people who ain't got nothing to do with the cause. They were just like, hey, let's see if I can get some free shit. Truth. I mean, you ain't wrong. <laughs> Truth. You ain't wrong. But I mean, so I think, I mean, j- just like it's unfair that we tie those people in with the Black Lives Matter movement. It's probably unfair that we tie this chick in with everybody else because obviously she won't there for what they was there for. She was like, let me see if I can make some money. Well, here's the thing now. Here's the thing. She actually directed the crowd to Pelosi's office. So like she wanted, knew where it was. And then too, well, I'm leaving this crowd here so I can sneak and get this lap. I mean, she had a plan. So I'm about to say, so actually I have even more respect for her because she got all these other people to act as her cronies. Like, yeah, this is this chick show intuitiveness, leadership. Like, I mean, look, man, forget for treason. We need to try to put her in power because she knows how to get shit done. I mean, yeah. She'd be a manager. She'd be a manager at your best buy. I'm just I'm just saying. And then on top of all that, she gone. She, yeah, she's she on the gone. run. She is on the lamb right now. Yeah. Told her and, mom and, she packed up her stuff, so I'd be gone for two weeks. <laughs> but you were a caregiver. Huh? How much money do you have as a caregiver? It, well, if you know how to do it right, you don't need much money. I hope she got a bonus. I hope she got money like at the beginning. And maybe she just living off that. But the deal fell through. She just, man, she ain't trying to end up in Leavenworth. That's all that about. Well, I don't know what to tell you because it's not going to end well for her. I promise you that. I don't know what to tell you either because she ain't gonna make it. Well, we'll see. But I, I just was like, what did we, what? Did, what? <laughs> but oh well, what did, well, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, I read the article and I was sitting there just stupefied, like, really? This is really going on? But apparently it is. But, but then her mom ratted her out, you know? They showed her picture, yes, my kid. Well, we discussed this last know? week with the lady got punched in the face. Her daughter ratted it's, her out. You see, that's a completely different story. Is it? Is it really? And that was funny. It was funny though. Yeah, Moby, you you missed it, man. I, I hope you saw the article when the woman was talking about the woman grabbed the security guard's gun, and yeah. I was pretty much to the point where I, I mean, not gun the phone, and wow. I was pretty much like, how you gonna mess with a, a a black female security guard on Black Lives Matter Boulevard? You not even that's not that's their home court. You you already are the waiting. I'm asking. You're trying to do. Man, if you didn't think she was gonna punch her in the face, you already boo boo the fool. If she didn't think she was gonna do it, she had the courage. Hey, I'm on Black Lives Matter Boulevard. I think you were in the wrong place to be messing with me. And you know, she reached for her phone for whatever reason. Why are you reaching for a security person's phone and didn't think you would get punched in the face? And she got punched in the face. Broken nose, I think. It was funny. Then the woman got fired. She was fired before she got home. Cause her daughter rattled out on on Twitch on Twitch and everything, and I was like, "Yo, man, your daughter cost you your job." No, she didn't. You cost your stupid stuff your job because you decided you wanted to go to Trump and mess with the wrong person. Like the my pillow guy here. Man, let's talk. Man, about- yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody but was me, <laughs> was on this my pillow guy for like thirty minutes, man. Man, he couldn't he couldn't let and it I go. I saw this article. I was like, we got the. He couldn't Bring let it go, man. 
Because he, he was yeah. like, and he and the lady on the TV didn't even call him by his real name. She called him the My Pillow Guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's who he is. He the My Pillow Guy. That's Yo, right. Aaron Burnett on CNN was like, President Trump is meeting with the My Pillow Guy. I was so weak because <laughs> I would think she's a pretty decent journalist or host or whatever and there's some respect you know some people put respect on people's name i'm just saying like if, if you said his name i wouldn't know who he was yeah but- well, that's the <laughs> she just said the my pillow ceo mike lindell she said the my pillow guy and i was like bro <laughs> my, my thing my thing is is the my pillow guy trying to be a sympathetic figure like am i am i supposed to feel bad that major retailers dropped him after the voter fraud things like am, am i supposed to feel bad for this dude yes no i mean i think some people want you to feel bad for him me i'm laughing and then there's an article that came out today where a, a person pretty much said man i threw my my pillow off my bed and i got the best sleep i had in months and i was like <laughs> i was like what now you're trying to say the pillows are bad. I thought my pillow was dope. Apparently it's not. Oh, Lauren says I they mean, what's, Lauren what's says the they suck, man. She says they suck. This is like shredded, what she call it? Shredded st- foam. Shredded foam. She got a my pillow, dog? No, she got a man. my pillow. She, no. No. But yeah, man. You know, products were dropped from major retailers because you're an idiot and you and you hung out with it with, with the former president. I'm just saying, man, that's the hill you chose to die on, man. Truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you can believe whatever you want, but when you well, when you say it, you know, it's, it's out there now. <laughs> <laughs> All I said last week was, if you're going to tell me the savior of 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 Trump's of of Trump was going to be the my pillow guy, I might just put the cut TV off and went to bed. I told you, when really? the world is burning down around you, you will call anyone. And my thing is, man, this is my pillow guy. Dog, you are ex-convict who made millions of dollars, dog. You need to just shut up shut and just up be and happy. Shut up and take your money. You just need to be shut up and be happy, man. This dude ain't going to save you. You think Trump about to invest in your company? <laughs> he said that a group attacked his vendors. No. It's like retail's called him saying that they've been threatened with a boycott if they don't comply. And I don't mean no harm in them, but Beth, Beth, Bed Bath Beyond, they're like, nah, bro. We like getting paid. Yeah, if we gotta get rid of that you. Hill. That's we right. We gotta get rid of you. Deuces. And Coles, man. Yeah. Coles was about to say some reverse Jordan stuff. They was about to say, hey, Democrats buy pillows too. <laughs> 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 hey, we, we not be, we, we not about to alienate fifty percent of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. I mean, let's, and then my thing was last week. How does a my pillow guy come up with all these documents saying everything's fake? Because all these real people who do that for a living, like you know FBI and all those people, they couldn't come up with these documents. But the my pillow guy is the savior to your to you getting another four years. Man, you might as well just quit. The my pillow guy. Well, see, that's my whole point because everybody around him, worth anything, did quit. That's why he got called. I'm just saying, I mean, man, when the world is burning down around you, you will do a lot of things. Yeah, I appreciate the fact that Dominion, um, Dominion is suing everybody. Yes, they are. We talked about that about a month ago, yeah. and I was like, yeah. look, man, they're going to start suing people, and they requested damages of 
billion dollars with a B. Yes, sir. Which they're never going to see. They're going to shut some people up. Yes, they will. And they'll, they'll be like, hey, all you got to do is give us a, a, a apology letter screaming on CNN, you know, dance like a frog. We good. <laughs> dance like a frog. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because if, if that lawyer, Sidney Powell's got $1.3 billion, then she can say whatever she wants because she can afford that. I ain't got 1.3 billion. I barely got 1.3 cents, much less anything else. So I don't even know. But yeah, man, my pillow got two weeks in a row. What's what is going on? Hey. Hopefully, we don't see him three weeks in a row, man. Three weeks in a row. Mm. He's got almost a half a million followers. I'm sure we'll see more of him. In fact, I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised that Trump hadn't used his account to say what he wanted to say. Well, if he does, then Twitter gonna cut his joint out, man. Uh, that's true. I'm he's doing everything, you know. but he's doing everything, but you can't use my Twitter, dog. I'm still getting paid. I still got these fools buying my pillow. <laughs> Where? Not your pillow, but my Where? pillow. <laughs> I mean, I'm just waiting for them to rest to have a bad night so they can call my pillow. That's what's up. I was thinking about getting one one day too. Never again. <laughs> so like. First of all, before we go any further, I think we should have a moment of silence for Hank, Hank Aaron, who passed away today. R.I.P. So that was sad. You know, big, that that dude, that dude was a beast in all facets of life. Yes, he so was. Let's do a, do a quick moment of silence for him. Thank you. Now let's talk about this fool who used to work for the Mets. Look, man. <laughs> Speaking of baseball. <laughs> I mean, that's why I did it. I mean, <laughs> he really just right. transitioned like he that, really man. did. I sure did. I Come sure on, did. Man. Hold on, man. Look, we got to go from something great to something stupid. 62 unsolicited text man, messages. But hold on for a second, AG. Hold on for a second. Okay. Now, I think I'm a halfway decent looking dude. Okay. And y'all two are married, so apparently your wives think you halfway decent too. That's very true. This dude yeah, allegedly. I mean, wow, allegedly. Okay. <laughs> I mean it's fine. But you know, at this point in time she chose to be with you, so it is what it is. Yeah, she's stuck now. Yeah. Wow, she's stuck. Exactly. <laughs> but here's the man. thing, man. How are you the GM of a major sports enterprise? And all you got time to do is bother some reporter? Well, well, hold on. This happened when he was a scout. Okay, I'm sorry. A scout. Hey, you know, I work for the Mets organization in their front office. Oh, when are we going out for a date? I mean, I'm saying, you you got to lead in. I work for the Mets. Even though the Mets suck, it doesn't matter. You work for the Mets. <laughs> Actually, he wouldn't work for I'm the Mets. Just, but I, just, I mean, but, but see what I'm saying? I do. I do. I, I understand it completely. But when a woman says she don't want to like talk to you, then 61 texts later, you should come on, man. Yeah, so I guess this other 60 text that Andre, your Mets are terrible. You're the only Mets fan that I actually know in life. So <laughs> I'm sorry about your luck. Um, so my thing is 60 texts. No, no, don't talk to me, whatever. See, that, see, that's not what happened. It was 60 unanswered texts. 
Okay, that's and that's true. Right. So you never responded. So you text somebody sixty times that never responded. Then you should have quit. That is pathetic. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. Look, man. man I- Powerful white men don't get where they are by taking no for an answer. I'm just saying that's just that's, that's, not, that's just not how they get anywhere, bro. Like, I mean, but, but here's the, I, I get it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So after the 60 texts went unanswered, what thought process thought it was cool for you to send a, a penis? Look, pen? man, this is what he said. He said, "All right, these 60 text messages didn't seal the deal." It's dick pick time. That's that's what we gotta do now. Like that's like look, that that fixes everything. Look, cause there's a whole bunch of guys out there that think you can solve all of a woman's problems with a penis pick. That's that, that's obviously the case. Like, are you not feeling good? You know what, girl, I got this penis pick for you. You'll be alright. This you'll there's, be all there's right. a whole sect of guys out there that just think you'll be alright. Save the world. <laughs> so clearly, either one or two things happen. Clearly, his penis won't good enough to save the world. Well, well actually, it, don't, it, 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 don't got, it went unanswered, send, so, you know. The, the, any guy who's listening, if you send an unsolicited penis pic towards any woman, you I promise you, it will not have the desired result. That is just, <laughs> that is not one of those things that you just randomly text. Like, you can't, you can say, hey, girl, what's up? Hey, stranger. But you can't just drop a penis pit and and just put a couple periods afterward. That's not how it works. True. It doesn't have work. And if we had a woman on the show, I'm pretty sure they would agree. So, like, I guess my thing is, it's like you got fired because you sent that one pick. And here's the funny thing about it all. No, because ESPN, you know... Is there anything funny about it? That, actually, that probably is. That's probably why he got you know, fired. But, but here's the thing. The, the thing I found interesting about it, and it's going to be whatever. So, Jeff Passan, like, um, got, got, the, got the, the text stuff. So, you know, he's an ESPN baseball guy. Yeah. So, when stuff happened, you know, what it is. Yo, man, um, Mina Times got it too. Yep. Like, that's it. I, I find that to be interesting. It's like, well, Jeff Passon is usually the baseball guy. Last time I checked, Mina Kimes does like football and but she's a everything woman. else. She's a woman. It's well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, so your your contact just hooked you up with it. I mean, that means either one or two things happening. It's like, bruh, or why are you saying you this? I'm just saying she's a woman, and, and why not chi- have, have a woman like at her level chime in on something like this? Like, I, I mean, but I have a problem with that because let's be real, man. Not 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 trying to get on a high horse, but asking a woman's opinion about this ain't gonna change stuff. It's like, not. because like if you if you ask any woman walking down the street, how many random penis pics have you got this month? It's probably gonna be a number that will just totally shock us like yeah. the, the fact of the matter is it needed to be more dudes speaking out about this and and not dudes speaking out the way we are which we like dude it's pathetic that you send in 60 random unanswered texts and then you said the penis pic we really need to just be like hey dude like you probably just shouldn't send a penis pic unsolicited under any circumstance unless that's somebody that you know you proactively engage with sexual and sexual congress with or somebody that's at least giving you the hint 
Like at least giving you the yeah. Hint. <laughs> yeah, they gotta be like. You like know, I needed yeah, to see yeah, a yeah, lead yeah. in text. Like I needed to see her be like, I don't know what you working with. Then I'd have been like, Hey, dude. Like I mean, I get it. Or I, get I just, it. or I just need her to say hi. No, nah, nah, I, I need more than a hi. But I'm more than a hi. But what I'm saying that, that in was this, Ruben Brown's opinion, not bro, mine. Bro, bro, I need bro. more than hi. But what I'm saying in this, she didn't even say hi. He just like after sixty texts, dropped a bomb on him. I'm just All saying, like, after you text, text somebody 60 times and they don't respond, apparently it's just okay to send a penis pic. Apparently, it's, I guess. I guess uh, the circles he hangs it around, they say that's okay. It's like somebody probably asked him, like, so how many texts did you send him before you send the penis pic? 60? Okay, you good. You good. I thought you was going to say something like 20. You know, that ain't enough. You might have did better if you sent it after the first one. But then apparently, you know, after getting that, she was the woman was like, you know what? I'm out of this game. I ain't doing sports anymore. I'm like, really? Yeah, she, changed, she changed industries, man. Like, so like 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 I'm just trying to so the penis pick was legendary to her to the point where it's like, I can't do this in this industry. See, no see, you're you're minimizing it through laughter, and I know you don't mean to. But what I mean is, like, do you know how hard it is for females in the sports writer industry? Like, they got to do so much stuff to get access, to get respect. She probably was just like, "Yo, man, if this is what it's gonna be like, if every locker room I'm gonna get, in, I'm gonna run into some asshole who does something like this, I'm out." Because he ain't the only dude that's done this. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and that's what <laughs> Like, she must be getting... I mean, I don't no, know. No, no, no. This might have been the only dude that she experienced. But the thing is, she had just started this job when she started getting harassed by yeah. this a-hole. So she probably was like, man, if this is what it's going to be about, man, I'm out. This ain't even worth it. And think about how many other women in this... It, just any industry have been run up out the paint because some dude just couldn't take a hint. I mean, I thought the not answer 60 text was a big hit. I mean, I, I would think that too, but like I stated before, you know, you know, powerful white men don't get where they are by taking no for an answer. Well, now he don't get nowhere because he's probably not going to get hired in in, the, in Major League Baseball. No, he's not. Now, now can, I, can I say something that like is, might not be popular, but it's been annoying me ever since this story broke. Why is everybody mad at the Mets organization? They are? I'm not yeah, people have been like, oh, well, they hired him. They should have vetted him better. Like, are we supposed to ask a dude, hey, give me your phone, so let me go through <laughs> your text messages and make sure you ain't doing nothing inappropriate. Like, I get, like, because the dude had never had any other allegations of this. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got nothing on his record. So how am I supposed to be like, yo, Mets, you should have vetted him better? Like, other than just completely invading his privacy and being like, yo, we got a private investigator and we hacking in your phone to make sure you ain't doing no funny business. Like, how would the, like the Mets found out they fired him in less than 24 hours. How can I be mad at them for that? I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand why, like, anybody's mad at anything. And there's like an investigation. Like, well, somebody else had to know. Bruh. It happened five years Ruben. ago. How was somebody else supposed to know? Exactly. And my thing is like, Ruben, I'm pretty, me and you are pretty tight. I done known you for almost 20 years. I don't know who you sent the penis pic to, nor do I want to. So 
if me and you can be as cool as we are and I don't know what you're doing in your phone, how's this organization that just hired you two months ago going up? Yeah, that's a whole bunch of plausible deniability <laughs> going up. That's a whole bunch of plausible deniability. Because, hey, boss, I just sent a penis pic to his girl. Just like you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, like... Did like, that happen? So, so when pe- people have been... <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying people have been well the Mets organization needs to really you know um, investigate to see who else knew somebody else had to know about it and how could they have hired him how would they have known I'm not trying to give the Mets organization a pass now if we come to find out that somebody did know then yeah burn their ass but come (laughs) on man like who who knows like I I'm hiring this dude like in the last. Hey, you got the job, but just one thing. You've been sending any reporters, you know, penis pics, unsolicited text messages. Okay, you have it. We're good. We're good. Like, what type of conversation is that? The type of conversations they're going to have going forward, I promise you. But in the moment, I, no. Like, pretty soon, like, these organizations are literally just going to start having people literally dive into every aspect of people's lives you have to N- not that they don't already do it because like for nfl draft they have private investigators like study these players and stuff like so it- it's already getting crazy like pretty soon it's gonna be like bro if you got any dirt just tell us because we're gonna find out in a week or two anyway yeah i mean but i, I need to correct myself because i was wrong on a situation you know apparently the penis pics went out of his they were stock images. Now I don't know where you get stock images from. Of what this dude? This, this dude Google penis pic? That, that I mean, oh, you know what? You know what? Let me see. Because I don't believe this happened. I believe that's a bunch what of What in the world? <laughs> Come on, man. Because last time no, I no, I, I got Google images. Google images don't have pictures of penises, man. In, in a situation, you might man. be wrong. I don't need to know that Google site then. Dude, man. I mean, it's easy to I, find. I just, I'm just amazed that he got fired behind somebody else's penis. Come on, man. If I'm going to get fired, I'm going down for my stuff. I mean, well, you would be wrong, Ruben. If you, you know what? I am mad I did that. Because you can't unsee <laughs> it now, buddy. You yeah. can't unsee it now. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? So as we're talking about this, like the board, the board is going crazy. <laughs> So, <laughs> like you know, first of all, you know, after the whole Mets situation, and one of the dudes, Mogo Cowboys, like, oh, the Mets got pulled to Brett Favre. Remember that happened yes. back in the day. I forgot about that. And I want, I want to <laughs> say, I want to say something about this too, because the irony about this article to me is the owner of the Mets, Mr. Cohen, had his own little dirt going on. So that might be the reason why they're mad at the Mets too, because this guy yeah, had his own yeah. sexual type, you know, indiscretion. He, 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 they not like all meeting up and having meetings about this. Like I'm just, he didn't know I'm this just saying. Dude. <laughs> you know what you say about outrage, man. That's this is what's going on. But I do say, I, I will say, the irony in all this is the owner of the team that had to fire the dude had his own little bump in the road. So I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. and he was probably like, man, I don't want to do this, man, because you know. I sent out like six of them yesterday, but you know, everybody know about it. So we don't have to let you go. <laughs> so, you know, uh, let's see what else happened. Uh, is there always an old standby DP or is there a different pick each time? Moko Cowboy asked that. First of all, I didn't know that you could just pull up 
penis picture. You can Google. pull up any That's, picture you want, man. You can pull up anything, apparently, and yeah. And then came yeah. to the echoes like you gotta get one from iStock Photo, which already is funny. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then local cowboys like leave the watermark on it. I was like, Wow. Oh, <laughs> and then it came, see they have their own like conversation which is awesome it's like he probably wait, 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 so, so we catfishing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm so glad I put that warning at the beginning oh my goodness today's catfish will be for Peter's bitch <laughs> Me, I'm Nene, and remember me? I got catfished a long time ago, like 10 years. But MTV said, you can make a show out of this. So now, we were from people, because people catching on, now we're going to penis pics. Because that's a, lot, that's a lot harder to do. Yes. Y'all are killing like, me right now. Probably, I mean, yo. <laughs> Y'all are killing me right now. <laughs> I mean, this is, oh, this is so crazy. And then somebody talking about didn't include a tape measure with the pick. Wow. Really? Then somebody's like, oh, both is that Imperial metric? What if he's in Europe? Oh, wow. That's taking it too far. Yeah, this, this is too uh, far. Flaccid or erect? About I that. mean, I don't be asking. <laughs> first, first of all, I feel like it's in poor taste it's in a flaccid dick pick. Like, that's, you're just doing too much now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where, where, what kind of depths have you reached on this show? Game of Thrones? We're sending classic <laughs> dick pics out there? So KB Ackers, like, how they found it was a stock photo. And then he was like, they must have Google image searched it. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, Moby, if, well, you get, if, real, you, if you get an interview for a GM job, you know you're about to get fired, right? Because they know that you, you search for that. I'm just saying. Whatever. <laughs> I tell them in the interview process. I'll be like, look, man, I just need to know because you actually do that. And I'm mad I know. I wish I did. <laughs> I regret it. I regret it. I mean, oh, yeah. look, my, my, I blame on my wife. My wife, my wife was just looking for some comparable penises. So wow. She... <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> Yes, it's official. We are off the rails. Yes. <laughs> well, but you know, I, I mean, say, to be honest I mean, with you, it only took us an hour and two minutes to get off the rails. That's pretty good for us. Yeah, I mean, and we are moving at a pretty good clip too. So yeah, I'm we're just saying, though, this dude, this dude sent sixty unanswered. Te- like, I don't have that much dedication. Like, I won't send my wife sixty unanswered text messages. Like, after a while, I just be like, I guess you don't want to talk. Like. <laughs> But I just tried to figure out, man, after 60 unanswered texts, yo, Steve, man, I'm trying to get in contact with his girl. Yo, send a dick pic. Like, was that the conversation? I mean, I don't understand. Like, what possessed you? All right, it's been a big time. Look, dudes send out penis pics the way women send out smiley faces. That's it. Like, just, you know, we don't know what to say. We throw a penis pic. She don't know what to say. She throws an emoji. Like, that's like, the same thing just just different it's funny it's funny that you say that because remember back in boondocks chicks love smiley faces exactly <laughs> so i tested that out one day that pick a smiley face i tested <laughs> i actually tested that out one day so i found at the time i was a lot younger 
I found five women in my phone who were single at the time. So I wanted to make sure. And I sent them all smiley faces. So I was like, okay, what am I gonna get back? And out of the five, I got five back and three of them were smiley faces. And I was like, the hypothesis is true. You send the chick a smiley face, she'll send them back for no apparent reason. Chick loves smiley faces, man. Yeah. I guess. I just learned I mean, something. I had no idea. Yeah, just one day send your wife a smiley face and she'll send one back. And you'll be like, yeah, buddy. Okay. All right, she would send me a smiley face unsolicited, but I would return that. Yeah, but you know, you need to do that before she listens to this show. Because it's not going to work out. <laughs> Just say it. You can't test on out of that. Okay. But um, you know, let let's need, let's get off the, the the flashiness of the situation. Let's go with the real hard money you're talking about. That was pretty good. I saw you did that. I appreciate that. Thank you. It took me a minute to come up. I know that. it did. I was still <laughs> I, I was still on the fence about should I say it. So this kid and brilliant. And, <laughs> this kid. <laughs> Stole almost a million dollars out of Kroger. Brilliant. Return goods. I, I was like, Yo. yeah. He created more than 40 returns. Yo. My oh, last look. name would be Brown, too. It would be Brown. Trey Brown. <laughs> probably, my, probably my cousin. In yeah, man. Tell, tell, tell Trey to get his stuff together. Nah, I should tell Trey to break me off a little stuff before you got locked wait, up. Right? Here's, you know what I got him? Here's the problem. How are you gonna range the returns from seventy five dollars to eighty seven thousand dollars? Like, how do you do that? How do you return eighty seven thousand dollars worth of stuff at a Kroger? Like Moby's cousin did. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you 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 only judging it because he got caught. If he didn't get caught, you'd be like, this dude is the smartest dude ever. It was. No, I'm, trying was. Figure, I'm trying to figure out eighty seven thousand dollars. But I mean, like, y'all. But I mean, explain exactly. So he would buy something on a credit card and then return it. Was the credit card stolen or, or what? No, no. He What he would do is take stuff that wasn't sold. Okay. And just do fraudulent transactions. Oh, so, okay, okay, okay. I, I see now. Because at first I was a little confused. I was like, how is he doing that? Okay, still $87,000 and no one... It took him that long to catch wise to that? Yeah. Two I, I, weeks, he stole almost a mil. And he almost blew a mil. Exactly. Yeah, what an idiot. He bought cars, and, clothes. He could have at least sent me some JDs. I mean, come I mean, on, man. Cars, clothes. And he wrecked the car. And he wrecked the car. I mean. Mm, I mean, what is there to say? What is there to say? Stupid is and stupid does. I mean. <laughs> Once again, it's only stupid because he, he got, got caught. caught. <laughs> it's only stupid because he got caught. You know, he was cool when he did the hundreds and then maybe a thousand, and then he got greedy. That, that's the thing. That's why there is no such thing as a perfect crime. Because a perfect crime is a crime you only commit once. And nobody ever has the, the constraint or the restraint to only commit it once. But the other thing is, he would put the money on cards, on credit cards. Like, you know, he would as he returns it, they would just he would just refund it back to um Siri to like credit card and stuff. So like, how do you go buy a car with a credit card? Well, it happens all the time. I mean, if you have enough of a limit, or if you have an American Express, you can do it. It's easy. 
I mean, I could do that. I mean, they might flag it because it's like, I know you don't make that much money. But, you know, conceptually, if you have a if you have a limit that's big enough, then you can do it. So that's not really a big deal. Yeah. It's just like when yeah. they, we were talking about maybe a month or two ago about the uh, kid that ran up the, the gaming bill, buying all the app, buying all the add-on it to add-ons to yeah, the Yeah, but app. he was six. No, what I'm saying is that late the reason because we were tripping because the bank never really called or whatever it was, and we we're like, this lady must have a lot of cash because her limit was that high. So that's the same thing here. If he had a credit card, his limit was high enough, ain't nobody gonna pay attention to that. They just, you know. He, you swiped it. it they trying to make it sell, right? If it clears, you're good. So, keep it I mean, my my basic thing was it was like real dog. I mean, you were cool probably till you bought a car. Maybe should have did that. that. Sometimes you got to cut your losses. It I wasn't mean, the car. It was the eighty seven thousand dollars because you went seventy five here, fifty there, ten there, and then eighty seven thousand. Come on, man. Yeah, and they didn't catch it immediately. It, that's yeah. But do something. I I can't even imagine. Like, when I was Moby, yeah. it was brilliant until he got caught. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I didn't never even thought to do that. I mean, I know, I know somebody who stole like twenty thousand for food line, and I thought that was brilliant, and she got away with it. The same way? Nah, nah, it was a different way, but she got away with it. Though. I'll tell you what happened, just because. I mean, I don't care. I mean, not on the show. I mean, I don't care. I don't care. Hey, hey, I don't hey, hey. I, don't, I, I ain't about to say her name. I mean, but still, we don't need to be giving out criminal activity to people. Man, they might try to do that, man. Now, you want to make this show culpable. Man, <laughs> you do your own show. I ain't got no evidence that she did it, but we know she did <laughs> Well, I mean, that's fine, man. She did man, We know she did that. She just, she just did I, that. I can, I can put, um, I can add. Two plus two equals yellow. That's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, yeah, that, that dude's crazy. I mean... A male, a male. He almost got away with it if it wasn't for those kids and that dog. Man. Really? <laughs> really? Scooby Doo? For real? Yeah. Put your arms down, man. <laughs> okay. You can respect that one like you respect the rest. No, I'm not. I am not going to respect that at all. I mean, you, you're right. It could have been worse. It could have been in my pillow guy. So. <laughs> Moby. We missed you, man. It's time for a segment. What you got for us? Um, all right, man. So, y'all remember once upon a time when um, we saw um, George Floyd basically narrate his own death, and we had all of these riots and protests, and all of these old white people saying that they they finally heard us, that they were listening to us, that they wanted to, you know, really, really grasp what we were so angry about and then the nfl goes and hires nothing but white people <sighs> man how you gonna bring that up man that's all oh, i hate you i mean i mean look man i i'm not i don't generally talk about sports during my segment even though that's like one of the great passions of mine but you know it's really disheartening that the nfl can find it's, it's every year they're finding more obscure white coaches that we never heard. Like, I used to be really up on coaching, like to the point where where the NFL said they hired somebody as a head coach. I knew exactly who that dude was. 
where he had been the last couple years. Man, the last few years, man, they've been hiring people, and I'm like doing Google searches trying to figure out who the hell is this white guy? And I can say that they're a white guy because I already know that they're a white guy because the only way you would say a, a coach's name that no one knows is if they were a white guy because black guys got to be damn near Jesus to get hired as a head coach. Like, there are two black NFL head coaches right now. In a league that's like 60% black, there are two black head coaches. And they're trying to pass off the new Jets dude. Well, he's a Muslim. Look, it ain't the same thing. Like, it ain't the the same thing. Look, I'm glad y'all find a way to squeeze in some type of minority here. Oh, he's the first Muslim head coach. Yes, but we still have black head coach. Eric Bien-Ami was the Rooney Rule black coach for six jobs. And when people don't understand what the Rooney Rule is, it's a, it's a rule that states that every organization has to interview at least one black or minority coach before they make a hire. So Eric Bieniemy, who's the offensive coordinator for the number one offense for the last three years, defending Super Bowl champs, most touchdowns, most number one scoring offense, number one yards offense, number one efficiency offense. Andy Andy Reid's offensive coordinator can't get a job, and everybody's going, "Oh, but that's Andy Reid doing that, not him." Well, Nagy, and the last two offensive coordinators that Reid had got head coaching jobs like that. One of them just got fired, matter of fact, and the other one's Nagy for the Chicago Bears, which he's uh, terrible. I wouldn't say he's terrible, but he hasn't been an offensive genius. But why does the bar keep getting raised for how what a black coach has to do to get hired? And the bottom line is, these old white men ain't trying to put a nigga in charge. And yes, I said it just ooh, like that. Ooh, that's 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 just what it is. No matter what, the Texans are the only job left, and they're interviewing Josh McCown for the head coach as opposed to Eric Bieniemy, Josh McCown is coaching high school football right now what the hell man like I mean look I'd rather these owners just come out and straight up say look man we don't don't like putting black people in charge end of story and you know what in the midst of all this this is completely overshadowing the fact the Washington football team just made history by hiring the first female full-time assistant coach which you know i would love to just be sitting here and praising that but i can't even praise that because part of me feels like yo this dude just trying to get out of jail because he knows all the flack that he was taking a year and a half ago so he's just like yo if you're a color minority if you're other i don't care i need to hire you because i'm trying to get some heat off you. hey don't matter i give him credit for it they hired somebody you know this she's been the assistant, well, she's been an assistant or intern with Rivera, Rivera about the last two years. So I would love to be praising that, but I can't get over the fact that we've got all of these, we've got less head coaches, black head coaches than we did pre-George Floyd. Yet these NFL owners were doing all this stuff, raising money, put in racism on the end zone, doing all this stuff, basically all this, my pillow talk shit to get to get people off of their back and then when it comes time to hire people we hire did y'all see the dude that got hired for the lines no yes. did, who they hired did you see his w, did you see his wwe promo 
No, I did not see that. I mean, his, his, his that's what his um his press conference sounded like a WWE promo. Oh, like. I see what you're saying. Okay. Well, but here's a funny part about that. Since you brought that up, they're saying now because you know they hired a new GM who is black, but they're saying that they don't think that he had any say so in he hiring. Had no, he had no say so. And on top of that, him and the head coach are doing the player positions equally. Yes, so, he's, a, he's a general manager with, with no, no with no power. So it's like what? Like I don't even understand. I don't understand. And 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 Washington hired Martin Mayhew today. Okay, black I mean, GM. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, the Lions hired Dan Campbell, and his press conference was just <sighs> wasn't atrocious. Yeah, yeah. He said something about. You know, we're going to be a tough team that punches you in the face and you punch us in the face. We're going to smile at you and you knock us down. We're going to get back up and we're going to bite a kneecap off. And and I wish I was making this up. That's actually what he said. Really? So bite kneecaps? You so said clearly, that? Yeah. So clearly they're trading okay. Stafford. I mean, clearly Stafford wouldn't probably get out of there. The, the and new- the, the, te- the Texans are trying to hire Josh McCown, lifetime backup quarterback who has been coaching high school the last year and a half. And you've got one of the best quarterbacks in the league who's pissed off at everything you're doing right now, who's probably looking and going, man, it'd be really nice to have an offensive coordinator. It'd probably be really nice to have some actual coaching, being that they haven't had any. And he's probably looking at Eric Bieniemy and going, man, I would love to play with that guy. Yet, nah, we're gonna we're going to hire some white guy over here. And he's, from what I understand, he's pretty much based. He said everything, but I want to trade. No, no, no. He has said he wanted to trade. He said he's not playing. And, he's like, I'm not playing for you. And then on top of all that, and somehow, he has so, yep, so they can't send him anywhere. Yep. And on top of all that, apparently one of the teams that he is interested in maybe going to is the Washington football team, which... Wow, I don't know why he'd want to. I don't, I don't know why he'd want to do that to himself. But that's where quarterbacks go to die. But, but no. But they have they have Scott Turner. They can afford to pay him. And on top of all that, let's just hold, hold on, man. All, even on top of all that, really, Washington's is missing a lot. But if they had a quarterback, it would make uh, like a, a series, like somebody. Because let's be real. I mean, man. it can't be no worse than where you at now. So I mean. Yeah, he was the best quarterback on a 4-12 team in the NFL. I mean, what more do you want? I, I don't get it. He he translates that. He moves that to Washington. Washington's wins at least one playoff game, maybe more. Maybe that higher seed. Maybe they win 10 games. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to sit there and and um and bring it up, but I'm I mean, well not bring it up, make it like supremely better, but you know what? He'd be the best quarterback we've had in since '91. Mark Rippin, y'all. It's not, it's not much. Hey, he won MVP. It's whatever. He was Super Bowl MVP. I mean, that's the last time. That's the last time Washington did anything relevant. Only 30 years ago. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, you know what? The problem is, if we get him, we got to give up stuff, and I would almost rather not, unless it's just draft picks. Because they're talking like players. 
but the way I see it is like, all they gotta do is give them something basic. And if Westcom says, I wanna go there, they ultimately just gotta make that trade because if not, I mean. I mean, they ain't gotta trade them. They own his rights. Man, they, you're right. They do own his rights, but come on. Man. He's not gonna play. That means he's not gonna pay him, but it's not like he ain't got money now. So I mean, I mean, so I guess I guess I went up to this head coach and tirade to just basically let everybody know that hey, you know what happens when the emotion of the Black Lives Matter stuff runs out? This, this is what happens. So th- this is this is all that these old white people in power do. They they get on the train. They say, oh yeah, we care, we care, and they just wait for the emotion to run out. And then when the emotion runs out, they go back to being the same old white dudes that they were before. And that's in every facet. They ain't just the NFL. That's that's pretty much every corporation. I don't believe any corporation really cares about Black Lives Matter, about equality, because it's just old white men in power. And you know what old white men in power ain't trying to give up? Power. That's true. That's true. All right. Thank you, Moby. I mean, definitely some good insight. And yeah, the board's going crazy about it. I like the wrestling promo comparison. <laughs> Night. And Dre from VA was like, Josh Cowan's literally sitting at home and making a million dollars on an on-call quarterback. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's craziness. And then Moko Cowboy says it's pretty much terrible. They were 5-11 and last year, but they're pretty much terrible. I mean, they won one playoff game in 63 years. Yep. And it, they didn't beat us, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So, awesome. The one thing we got out of this, we know the Lions will continue to suck. And we know Eric Bieniemy is pretty much relegated to the fact that, you know, once this coach retires, he's just going to be the coach of Kansas City. And you know what? Maybe. Nah. <laughs> Maybe. I'm gonna, but I'm going to tell you why he will be. Because they got this dude called Patrick Mahomes. And let's just be real, a $10 million deal that's fully guaranteed, he kind of controls what goes on. You know what? You know who else thought that? Deshaun Watson when he signed a contract for $180 million last year. Yeah, but the problem the problem once, is- once again, man, like money, money matters, but at the end of the day, the people with the money are who makes the shots. But you're right, but I will say this. The one thing that Patrick Mahomes got that Watson doesn't, is Super Bowl street cred. And, you know, he's. But what he going to do? <laughs> I mean, like, at the end of the day, man, what's he going to do? I mean, who knows? But I think. I'm. But, you know, he brings him a, su- a couple Super Bowls. I'm pretty sure he has a little bit more power than, than Washington does. I mean, okay. I mean, that's the thought. But a fully guaranteed contract, you got to pay him. So it's like. if Which also means he got to stay. So if you bring yeah. somebody in that he don't like, what are you going to do? And I, but I think his opt-out is in the fourth year of that contract. I believe fourth or sixth. I can't remember what So, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I, I just don't – I guess my thought process is I don't – who's, who's to say Andy Reid going to retire by then? Well, yeah, that's another thing. But, you know, I think what's going to end up happening, they're probably going to make him the highest paid offensive coordinator in the league. I mean – Why? At, at this point in time, the the league has already proven that they ain't in a hurry to take them. So, which is crazy. <laughs> which is crazy. I mean, because there's a lot of trash coaches out here, 
And the problem is the Giants came too close to going to the playoffs with their special teams head coach. So now everybody thinks, hey, let's get these these coaches who who've never been assistant coaches and we can make them head coaches and yada yada yada. And I'm just like, the Giants still suck. But because they were in the East, they came close. Hey, it is that only works in the East. You know. And uh it's it's I get it, it sucks, but it's one of those things that hates. So we have a new segment today. That's right, a new segment. And it's called five questions. It's very simple. AG and Moby don't know these five questions, but I'm gonna ask these questions one at a time, and we will all answer these questions. They of course they'll answer them first, and then I'll answer. So all right, first question. If you could, what law would you change? What law would I change? Yeah. Like, if you could change any law. I don't even think about the law like that. Um, that's a broad question. It really is. I mean, but it, if you got three in your mind, just pick one. What law would I change? Anybody can go first. It's okay. I'm still thinking. Wow, look, they both are deep thought. I mean, because these are hard hitting questions. I just feel like it'd be too easy for me to just be like, I, I think like all marijuana charges should just be legalized at this point in time in every state. Like, okay, that's because we, we just wasting time by, by not making it legal in every state. I would, okay, I would agree with that, Ooh. but that's not the spirit of what's going on. But I do agree with that because it's like, come on, man, really? All um, right, so both of y'all said, okay, agency has something else. I can't think of anything else. That's that's a pretty broad question. I don't, I don't think about the law like that. Okay, I say one. I, I think um, it's gonna sound weird for a guy to be saying that, but but it's but like the statute of limitations on sexual charges. I think. I don't believe that any crime should have a statute of limitations on it. I just, I don't. If crime happened, it happened. Um, so I don't like the idea that, oh, it happened 20 years ago, so we can't, we can't press charges because of statute of limitations. And I think, I think that's a bull. Gotcha. Awesome. All right. Um, AG, you will stick with the marijuana one? Uh, I mean, actually, I'm almost thinking with that one because that's not mine. I just don't. I mean, I'm drawing a blank, so I'm gonna have to stick okay. that one. That was that was, so, that was like, broad. What you said? That was a pretty broad question. I, you know, I'm lost. Well, I mean, you know, but I would probably say, um, for me, one of the one of the things is like I feel like, and I've said this before on the show, and it's a more recent thing for me. I feel like federal buildings, man. Yo, if you decide you wanted to break into a federal building, you know, however you choose to break into a federal building, whether you jump fences or whatever, yo, man, time to fill the jail, or they should be able to shoot you. One of the two. Because here's the th- here's my thought process. The insurrection last week kind of really changed my mind on that because I didn't really necessarily care or had a thought process on it. But the fact that, you know, if it was Black Lives Matter, they'd have got shot probably. And these people, I know probably. 
Ain't no problem. <laughs> and these people, one person got shot, but it didn't stop them. So like, I feel like if it's all said and done, if somebody else came to attack us and attack our capital, we just gonna shoot them. Hey, look, just because you live in the United States of America, that don't mean you can just go up any federal building and do what you feel. I mean, the whole thing about, well, they work for us. I mean, understand, you know, but um, yeah, man, I ain't got time for that. Like, like I said last week, if somebody brought out a, a submachine gun and start, started flowering the posse, the care factor would have been zero because it shouldn't have been the damn building. And that's the way I feel. I feel like all federal buildings, all state major buildings, yo man, if you're trying to cross, if you're trying to jump that gate to get into the capital area of Virginia, then cancel Christmas. You you want a suicide runner. And they should be to shoot you. And that's just how I feel about it. I mean, clearly I am in the minority, except apparently Dre agrees with me. But you know, it's just one of, that's the way I feel about that because yeah, you you why why do the color thing when it's equal opportunity? You broke the law, you're getting shot. I mean, because if we had that, people wouldn't do that. All right, number two. What type of penalties to Congress members who were involved in the insurrection? You think should happen? Well, for me, I whatever the extent of the law for uh, treason is. As far as I'm concerned, especially if you're if you were complicit at a, in a, in a at a planning stage where you knew what you were doing, you knew what the what your outcome should be. Uh, if they hang, I said this last week. If they dust off the gallows for you, then so be it. I'm not I'm not I'm not a capital punishment guy anymore. But if that is the law and you're going away from here for that, then. I give zero Fs on that one because as far as I'm concerned, what you said, the, your last answer, I thought was standard to start with. You break into a federal building, especially that one. There's only in my mind, there's only one more building more important than that. one. So if you breach that violently, then I, I thought that you would need a violent end. So that's what I think It's like, if you had, a part in this then somebody needs to sing you a lullaby in the worst way we know utah will do it i don't know what dc will do i just thought that was a standard thing to start with i'm finding out apparently there are different rules for different people but for me if they if i find out that everything i've been hearing is absolutely true and you are showing these people around and let them know where to go when they get here then that's exactly what it is. It's treasonous and it's seditious. And it should be met with a terrible end. So that's what I think of that. Moby? I mean, yeah, it's treason. Why does it mean that's that's exactly what it is? Whatever the law says treason is, that's what you just committed. I mean, somebody dropped a pen on where Nancy Pelosi was in the building at the time. Are you kidding me right now? Like literally, somebody dropped a pen on where she was to somebody. That dude, like, off with your head. I mean, that's just, I don't care how much you like or dislike people in Congress. That's, that's, that's crossing the line. Hey, yo, this is where she at. Ding. 
Really? That's what we're doing? I mean... I mean, to be to be honest, the re- the reason I think it should be like treason, and I'm you know I'm not for capital punishment, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't shed no tears over it either, is because of the message it sends to the rest of the world. Because yeah. basically, we just we just had a warlike act committed by ourselves. So if we let them off the hook. What are we telling the rest of the world? How crazy is it that? White House Down, the movie, did a better job against insurrectionists than we did in real life. Well, in real life, and well, in the movies, you know, there's a, there's first of all, there's a, there's a certain, there's a certain vibe, a certain patriotic vibe, a certain way we see ourselves, and that's what we're going to portray. Everybody that makes, most of the people that make movies don't look like us to start with. Um, so when it happened for real. I just think the real America was on display. And I told you, if you committed, and I said this before, if you commit an act of war in a seditious and treasonous way, foreign or domestic, you should have met your end. And the idea that only one person was killed during that act of war lets me know that they won. Yeah. Everybody, everybody that was there that was truly part of that whether you're white or not but the the you know the vast majority of those people were white we just let them know that if you're white you can do what you want to do and we're not going to treat you like everybody else because i promise you if you were brown or black and or you know foreign threat to the country at that level at that building i told you they would still be cleaning up body parts and blood and everything else it would be a massacre because because they would have been prepared to start with, we all knew this was going to happen if you have a Twitter account. You mean to tell me you thought the Capitol Police was going to help you with this? Really? So that lets me know that they didn't take them seriously. And it also lets me know that people are like, no, you're good. You're good. Don't, don't, you're good. Because we knew we had an agenda. So we let these people, one lady got shot in the neck and that's it. All the war movies I've seen, all the real wars I've seen, all the things my dad has told me about Vietnam. When you commit an act of war, a whole lot of people die. I thought, especially in the last two years, especially over the over the the last year or so, I thought when you killed a cop, it was on. I thought they went to your neighborhoods and just undressed you, no matter if you were innocent or not, because that's what I'm used to when I look like me. So I told you last week or two weeks ago now, it's like they were really surgical about these arrests. That's not how to usually act when a cop dies. And, and don't get me wrong. Not only did he die, but he died in such a personal way. He was bludgeoned with a, with a fire extinguisher. It doesn't get a whole lot more personal than that. But the people who did it didn't, they weren't brown, foreign or black and or all of those. So I'm just saying, I thought it was stand, I thought it was standard issue that you got a two to the chest and double tapped in the head if you did certain things. Apparently that's only for brown and black people. So don't worry about a foreign power coming here trying to do that because we'll be prepared. When domestic white folks do it, that's eh, okay. Well, this this whole idea that they didn't want to shoot American citizens, as far as I'm concerned, once you broke into the Capitol building, you were no longer an American citizen. You were 
you were the enemy. You were. Foreign that, and that's domestic. what it was. You were the enemy. And, and you damn sure weren't a patriot. Yeah. Well, Ivanka Trump thinks so. Just saying. Well, I mean, that's why she yeah. sucks. And she should be arrested for treason too. Well, that's what she called him. She put it out in a tweet. You know, st- stuff like stuff like this doesn't happen in other countries. And I know we like to think we're better than this, you know, than other countries in this sense. But, you know, stuff like that doesn't happen because, like, you know, everybody who said anything positive about them would have been arrested. No yeah, questions asked. Hey, yeah, you still something to cut your hand off. I mean, I'm not saying we need to get like that, but I just think that they're just certain places, man. They're but, just certain places where you don't do certain things. But isn't that what we're and, talking about, though? I think we should. Yeah, I mean, do those the, the, the thing is that the, the what the world got to see, and what Americans will never admit to, well, some of them will never admit to, is like we learned on the sixth that there were two distinct Americas. There were Black America or the Brown America and the White, because everybody who saw that was probably thinking, well, anybody reasonable was like, man, if those people had any pigmentation in them, it oh, would have been a slaughter. That. Yeah, people were talking about that and everything. And of course, you know, once again, CNN, the greatest people who dig up the history, <laughs> they showed a picture of what it was in summer when Black Lives Matter protested, which was literally someone every like foot away on every other step. And then they showed what it looked like then, and it won't nothing. And it was just like, it was a couple of metal gates and security people with, um, uh, um, uh, walkie-talkie and maybe a baton. We basically had top-flight security of the world. Craig and Day-Day. Yeah, I was about to say. Wow, Craig and Day-Day. Wow. Craig and Day-Day. They basically had whistles. Yeah. I mean, it was terrible. Don't do this. And they, I mean, know, literally, man, I, I, I found myself being um, like really sounding like a jerk as it was happening because I just kept going, why won't y'all shoot them? Just shoot them. <laughs> Just, just pull your gun out and shoot somebody. Because Lord knows, if I was a capital police officer, man, there would have been some bodies on the floor. Well, one person did. See, and that hopefully. one ain't enough, man. Yeah, and I'm hoping that he doesn't get penalized for that because I feel like he was doing his life was in danger because there's a lot more of them than him. I would have, I would have emptied every clip, clip I yeah. had on man. my phone, and I would have, I would have dared them arrest me the guy was doing his job it's like if you come this far it's time for me to shoot you because my thing is like i mean my task is to protect everyone in this building yeah so when they broke into the building i started shooting because they weren't supposed to be there and and if you gotta break through a window to get in here i i I can't just think that you're lost you know you just didn't happen to wander in here (laughs) looking for my sister in the bus (laughs) I mean, nah. So, I mean, once again, I'm not, I don't think we're sitting here and saying, you know, martial law and all this crazy stuff. I just feel like there are just some places in this country that um, should have a certain amount of security at any time. And then if there's anything, anything within a 10 mile radius of those buildings, yo, you, you bring it out, yo. You don't just, I felt like what they did at Capitol Police was foul completely and then the fact they knew about it ahead of time and let's just be real somebody had to get a permit so it's like yeah we're what oh the Trump rally we're only gonna have like a thousand people there bro what Trump what I ain't never been to a Trump rally and I know there's gonna be more than a thousand people there now with that big situation they they put up there you know man 
the ignorance is, is not even bliss, it's just dumb. So hopefully once all this is cleared up, there'll be some other people. Because apparently those Capitol Police who took pictures with the insurrectionists, they got fired. Which was good because, I mean, the whole beat up, hey, we just didn't want to die type of dude, so we decided to be their friends. I mean, look, I can actually see some circumstances with that. I mean, because they, they show one dude where he was like in the middle of like 80 of them. Like, you know what? You got 80 people around me. I might take a picture with you, too, if it, if it let me walk out of there. I mean, I might just be like, hey, <laughs> at that point in time, it's, you know, I don't expect them. But to be, actually, you know, they I, wouldn't have got that close to me because once they broke into the building and got close, it at least been, uh, I got a 45. That means I could at least, it at least been 12 dead. First of, all, shot. first of all, you probably didn't have a 45. You'd probably have a Glock. And then if you had a Glock, you'd probably have a couple corps with. So you probably would have got 30 people. Unless you decide to put two and three in one person. The sad thing about this is that they were armed too. And so, again, the lack of aggression to me is yeah, just egregious. I mean, you know what? And here's the thing. Like one dude said, we were if they shoot, we shoot. I mean, you just walked into my house. What do you think is going to happen? It was a mess. It, 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 it's easy to say if they shoot, we shoot, but only only one of us between the two of them will actually be trained to shoot. <laughs> like I said last week, man, <laughs> I don't care how who you are, how many you got, you ain't beating the government. And the government got lasers. A government that's willing. Again, hey man, sometimes a government sometimes it is what it is, world, a government that's willing. They weren't willing to do anything. Yeah. So. I bet they won't try that. I bet they won't try that with your boy in power. No. Because they knew they had they had at least a little bit because that fool decided, you know, I'm not going to. We're not going to call the National Guard in just yet. Truth. Okay. I think Biden be like, sit in the house. Shoot the kill. Yeah, I mean, let's take, take care of business, you know. But hey, is Snip- snipers on the roof all day? Yeah, that day. was my problem too, because those guys could have got a few people from the White House, and I don't understand it. But anyway, whatever. All right, number three. What food would you consider unnatural, aka they don't really go together, but people put them together? Mashed potatoes, gravy, and peas. I particularly love that, but it's not. Yeah. How's that unnatural? That's not natural. That's awesome. Well, I think so, but a lot of people don't. That's because they don't like that food to touch. I mean, that's different. Well, a lot of people would consider that unnatural. What what part? The peas and the gravy and mashed Yeah, probably. What's yeah. wrong with them? But <laughs> that means they don't like peas. <laughs> no, not necessarily. That doesn't mean that. It means that when you put you purposely put peas in your mashed potatoes and gravy there's a problem like i know there's a few people out there that's like because i love putting french fries on my hamburger a lot of people look at that and go what's wrong with you or you know what else catch up on your eggs that's world famous or infamous and there's I mean, my wife going i, I don't mm. know if i say that unnatural <laughs> well i mean I we'll, we'll define define un, define unnatural first so i can answer the question the question okay directly. unnatural like um my favorite unnatural thing that that i hate to this day um, like popsicle sticks, popsicles with ice cream in it. Yo, that is so unnatural. How is that unnatural? Why are you putting ice cream? How are you putting ice cream in your Kool Aid, man? That's disgusting. But I mean, that's kind of what I just said. It's just like it's a combination. Nah, nah. It's a combination that people are like, ill. 
Nah, that's different. This is made. Like, you don't have to put your peas in your stuff. But somebody actually physically makes this crap. Okay. Creamsicles. Creamsicles are disgusting, Oh, creamsicles. Man, orange juices? Come on, man. Oh. But see, that's my whole point. Because what I think is unnatural, no, somebody else might not. And what you think is unnatural, I might think is. That's That's why I said define it. Because I promise you, there are people that look at my plate Thanksgiving and go, you put peas in it, you just ruin it all. Now, and I look at you like- Like Drake. I'm just saying. Like Drake says. What? What do you say? Like Drake says, pineapple on pizza. It's unnatural, man. What is that? I don't want to put fruit on my pizza. Some people like the salt and sugar combo. That's what I'm saying. It's all subjective. Like peanut butter and bananas. Disgusting. Yo, that's- That's not even the same food. I could eat it all day. <laughs> Make some sense out of this, Moby. What, what, do, you, what do you think? I can, I can see the smoke kind of over here. I mean, I don't McDonald's? Be so stupid. <laughs> 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 Which part of McDonald's are we talking about? <laughs> now, if you said the McRib, 100%. I, I can name a whole bunch of things. The McRib. Um, any of their cheeseburgers, which might may or may not actually be ground beef. I mean, but you know that going into it. I mean, doesn't matter. It's still unnatural. You said what's unnatural. What? I keep telling you, you right, need to define McRib. it. You need the to McRib. It. Okay, yeah, so we're McRib going. So, so you like? Like, I don't even know what that is. Pressed ground beef in the shape of ribs. That's all. What is that? Fake gristle? I, it's got to be because I've never tasted I mean, gristle on a McRib. How do you before. make fake gristle? It's McDonald's. They can make fake anything, bro. They they invented fake. Come on, man. I understand you know, fake gristle. That's so dirty. <laughs> Apparently, so is the McRib. So I'm like, what's the difference, man? Man, McRib, the McRib is disgusting. Actually, bro. really, the, the funny thing is the, the purest thing that the McDonald's does is their breakfast. Their breakfasts are actually eggs. Actually bacon. Yeah, actually yeah. I, I can do their breakfast. I'm with their breakfast. I mean, Actually, hotcakes. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, but their lunch stuff. It's hard is, to fake pancakes, dog. It's hard to fake pancakes. Well, that's what I mean. I'm just saying, but it's hard to fake a hamburger, but I'm just saying. McDonald's has for real. Well, I can tell you something. I can tell you something just not not McDonald's. Like, something that I think it's unnatural that some people like. Fried onion rings, man. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. What man. kind I of just, onion I rings? Just, I don't you don't like onion rings? Man. I'm good. I don't like onion rings, man. Onion rings are good. And then you, I, I, don't, I don't dislike. I don't like. The, I don't dislike the taste of onions. I don't like the texture. I don't like the texture of onions. So then, when you put the texture of onions inside a batter, like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. It's a heart attack waiting to happen. All of the stuff we're talking about, most of it is a heart attack waiting to happen. Pretty much. K- KB Yakko says eggs over easy. Period. Yeah. Why are you even putting it on a grill? You might as just put it in your cup. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I do not like runny eggs at all. Yeah. <laughs> People are like sunny side up or down. It's like, oh my goodness. But then again, I don't necessarily want my eggs fried so hard that they dry out either. There's like a balance you got to get there. But you know, you learn that over time. Yeah. Um, Funyuns. Yeah, that's kind of. I like Funyuns, actually. Natural. It's unnatural as hell, though. All chips are unnatural, I mean, man. I understand. Um, Come on, man. You got sour cream and onion. Come on, man. Corn and applesauce? Who puts corn and applesauce? Oh, that's disgusting. That I've never heard of. Okay. Somebody just made some stuff. That's all that is. <laughs> that's your boy, Dre, man. He, yeah, he just made some Dre stuff that. Corn and apple. Oh, that's like, that's like sweet and sugar. Ah. Oh. 
that yeah. sounds like that sounds like somebody was broke and just put some stuff together. So I mean, syrup sandwich. Oh my goodness, anchovies. <laughs> oh, anchovies are the worst. <laughs> They're awful. But some people love it, so it's subjective. And they stay. I take your word on it. I'm so glad. All right, number four. All right. It's been out for the last 24 hours. Okay. The best Bernie meme you've seen. The best Bernie meme I've seen is Bernie lean to the side and uh, like Fridays with uh, Chris Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker and Bernie like, damn. (laughs) That's the funniest one I've seen. That's pretty good. I don't know. The Wu Tang one, the Wu Tang one was funny. Yeah. That was pretty funny because he really could, he really could re- replace Capadonna and then I'd be cool with it. Got it. Yeah, I saw, I saw one that had it said "Weekend at Bernie's 3 and it had the other two dudes, but they was out in the blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> Dre just said that the weekend from Bernie. That was good. I haven't seen that one, but that was pretty good. Oh man, those things are everywhere, man. They got. They got Bernie sitting in the hood with a couple other dudes just chilling. I mean, yo, here's the crazy part. Like, everybody was cool with Bernie before to a point. Man, Bernie's popularity over some garbage that he wore yesterday. I mean, on on Wednesday. Because let's be real. Man, what in the blue warm, hell man. was he wearing? Man, trying to stay warm, It was the mittens, man. I'm telling you, it was the mittens. It was the mittens. It was the mittens. I mean, all he needed, all he needed was, was a hat with a raccoon tail on it, man. <laughs> and he'd be straight. Man, it was cold, man. It was I'm cold. I'm not saying it won't, man, but the dude was like this, and his, he looked like he was wearing a raccoon freaking jacket. It was cold, man. David Crockett up in the house, man. Yo, you can say what you want to say. You weren't sitting out there in the cold. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold that. in D.C. that day, man. And, and, you, and you know he old, too, so you know. Got that bones damn blood get... for real, man. <laughs> That's how he was mummying it up. Yo, the mittens, so, the mittens. Yeah, those mittens. Like people wear mittens. <laughs> my, man, my wife said he needed a head on. <laughs> exactly. The one part of your body that's not really covered, you won't even protect it, Bruh. Because I like, saw, I, I saw Jill hat. Biden with like, because Lawrence told me she had pantyhose on. I was like, oh, it must have been cold. I mean, they out there oh, styling the profile, huh? You said Joe Biden wanted to wear a pantyhose? Yeah, just bare legs. I was like, ooh, that was, that had to be cold, man. I couldn't see that close. Dang, she got that for real pictures. Yeah, I'm, well, it was right there on TV. If you look at a few clips. Uh, I mean, I was watching TV, but I couldn't. Dude. I guess I wasn't looking hard enough. Dude. She did. And, it, and it's like everybody else was styling and profiling. I'm like, I know y'all cold. I know y'all cold. But, you know, it is what it is. It's the, you know. But, but you know who's the coolest person on the other side of the pillow there? Who's that? The second gentleman, Doug was chilling yeah, really hard. Hey. He was just like, "Yo, that's mine." Yo, what's up? Uh, exactly. <laughs> and he gonna be like that for at least four years. I know, too. right? Probably twelve. I mean, <laughs> so I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just putting it out there. Far, I'm just putting yeah. it out there. Yeah, man, he was chilling. Yeah, he was. He was like, eh, "I left my job as a lawyer, and I get to hang out and do a whole bunch of this. I think I can do that." Like I, I mean, said, we I talked about we talked about this dude, man. He know how to fall back. He know what time it is. Strong man, and that's what it is. I'm, I'm, I mean, as a dude, you gotta know when to fall back and let your woman take, you know, or let your partner take the lead. And he's just like, I ain't gotta pay rent no more. Wow, I ain't gotta pay rent. <laughs> really? Is that what he gets out of this? 
That is so ghetto. I, I mean, he ain't gotta he pay rent. For real. I mean, <laughs> he just taking care of taking care of his kids, her stepkids. Oh my goodness. I mean, they call her Mama Love, and I'm just like, okay, that's cool. I guess. Yo, man, what's up what's with up? us? Uh, uh, Justice uh, Sotomayor getting the name wrong, bro. What's up with that? Was that was that is that veiled or did she actually get it wrong? Who knows? Try, yeah, it's all. I don't want to try to start none. I just want to throw it out there. Like I was kind of like, mm. my my hope is my hope is she was nervous and she had it wrong. Okay, we'll go with that. But um, yeah, it's like, dog, we've only been talking about this person for at least a year. You don't know her name yet. She'll be alright. I mean, so what's the Kamala is a Ugandan giant in WWE. That is not the vice president of the United States. Well, Jesus. So what's number one now? What's the last one? Well, my last question was about the NFL and black coaches, but you know somebody messed that up. So hey, that already got answered for real. So yeah, you're right about that. And I'm in total agreement too. I am in total agreement with that because this being enemy situation is ridiculous. But anyway, whatever, it'll work out. Yeah, I don't know if it happen. So Mo B, man. It's been a minute since we've seen you, so what else is on your mind? Um, I mean, honestly, man, remembering Hank Aaron, man, like, you know, look, he was before my time, of course, but um, growing up in Georgia and baseball really being one of the, the first sports that, you know, I was ever really engulfed in, like, Hank Aaron was, like, the guy. And then, you know, as I learned more and more about baseball, like, it it bothers me to a degree that I mean, yeah, he, he was the home run king for a long time, but it has always bothered me that he doesn't really get credit as like probably the most consistent hitter to ever play. I mean, he played for 21 years and he was like a great hitter all 21 years. Like at age 39, the dude hit 40 home runs and he only played in 120 games. I mean, he, he was, you know, when people talk about the greats of baseball, they, they say Babe Ruth, they say Willie Mays. Modern people might talk about Barry Bonds and Ken Griffey. You know, you got you got your, your hitter's favorite where they talk about Pete Rose and Ted Williams. But like, I just don't understand why Hank Aaron's name never came up as like truly one of the greatest hitters ever. Not just home runs, just just the mark of consistency like he hit seven over 700 home runs and i think the most home runs he ever hit in the season was like 40 like he like 44 i think so i mean it's not like he did it in a, a big burst like he just hit home runs for like 20 years that's all <laughs> batted over 300 for like 20 years that's you know no big deal and then probably one of the classiest acts ever in baseball like you can't find a person to say anything negative about Hank Aaron you just you just can't so I mean you know kind of sad on this day I, I don't really consider myself a huge baseball fan but you know I honestly just heard that he he passed away like maybe 20 30 minutes before we before I got up here so like it, it kind of just hit home and honestly, like, I didn't even realize, like, man, I, I used to be a huge baseball fan. And just thinking about him was like, I remember how much I loved it. And, you know, he, he's going to be missed. And I, I hope 
I hope in the next couple of days, the one good thing that comes from his passing is more people my age and younger get to hear the next couple of days about just how great he was on and off the field. And that's it. Yeah, man. They asked him after he hit the record-breaking home run. How you feel? I'm glad it's over. <laughs> that's what he said. And I'm just like, kind of hard to be mad at that. You know? Because he's probably been getting pressed. How you gonna feel when you hit it, bro? I'm just glad it's over, man. I mean, I move on. if you look at his numbers, man, like this, the, what he did as a baseball player is just insane. And I'm, I was wrong. He had 47 home runs one year. At the tender age of 37, he had 47 home runs. Yep. I mean, did you hit 40 home runs at 39 and only play and missed 40 games? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. And, you know, the dude was pretty quiet with his stuff, man. He he backed it out in what he did and not classic, and he didn't man. say much, man. He was so, just a class act, man. And I guess they said that Muhammad Ali said the only other man that he admired other than himself was Hank Aaron. I was like, yeah, that's dope. I mean, <laughs> him and a whole bunch, a whole generation thought that way, man. It's yeah. it's sad that like it's it's like it, it the memory of him just died. Yeah, I, the steroid era came and everybody you know, fell in love with the, the, the quick home runs and everything, and and you know then. You had Craig Biggio's playing for 20 plus years and getting to the Hall of Fame. Like, I think people f- forget that there are other people who played for 20 years who were actually great all of their career. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I had to call Look, a little bit. Fred McGriff being the Hall of Fame, but you know. No, we got we got PA Craig Biggio. Great. Uh, the man's eight home runs short at 500, and that's what we're doing. It's trash yeah trash you you baseball voters trash you all right ag what else got what's on your mind man well going along with what started the show um especially uh with people like uh senator cruz i can respect somebody i don't like i just don't respect anybody yeah exactly be real i can't respect somebody that's not real you're you're a fake guy and you you a punk too Cause there's no way I'm gonna. I'm, there's no way I'm gonna befriend somebody that that uh, undressed my wife. He's not a man. Well, is he a P- is he a PAB? No, because that makes him a that makes him a man at some a level. And so oh, I'm like, no, Dang. no. And like there, I said, before, there are, there are few men walking the planet that I have less respect for than that guy. Well, there it is. And so for me, I'm like, just be real, just be real, and understand what that what that means. So, like I said, that dude irritated the crap out of me today. And uh, I just had to say something about that again. So, that, that's all I got. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that special, but for me, it was just like good gravy. Really? I, I don't know which one's worth him or Holly. Holly's trash. I'll take Holly. I, 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 I'll take Holly, too. Because he, I, I might not like Holly, but, I mean, I can at least respect him on a surface level. Cause he ain't done nothing that's shown me that he's not worthy of at least the respect of a man. But Cruz has shown me several times that he ain't even worthy of that. Couldn't have said I hear his myself. wife actually looked attractive when they were younger. Not saying she doesn't now, because I don't know what she looks like now. But you know, 
But then, the fact you know, that she's still married to that douchebag lets me know all I need to know about her. I mean, it's about that money, money. Wow. So, awesome. So, I mentioned this on my Facebook, but I know everybody didn't have my personal Facebook. Yo, man, we got a front runner for PA of the year or PAB of the year or DB of the year already. We already got a front runner for that, man. Dana White, yo. Yeah, I caught what that. A, I saw that. What a bitch. <laughs> and like, everybody's like, why are you mad at Dana White? Bruh. A whole bunch of people didn't notice this. But I noticed it because I was sitting at home at, you know, before I went to work, watching a little bit of the, you know, the inauguration. Yeah. Yeah. Inauguration. Thank you. I couldn't remember the long word. So I turned to ESPN. There is live UFC going on on ESPN. Hold on, man. Hold on. Stop. Yep. Never in life. I've seen they do stuff in the middle of the night because it's a different country. Word. I see them do stuff middle of the day. Word. You kind of put stuff where you want to put it. And ESPN or whoever say yes or no. And that's whatever. Bruh. You had UFC going on during the major part of the inauguration. Come on, man. That's so that's so classless. That's so disrespectful. And I had to sit there and I really felt bad. I mean, at least for, you know, one of the guys calling the fight because I knew he was American. I couldn't remember about the other two. Well, I mean, yo, man. And it was, uh, what's his name? Cormier, man. And like professional, never say they. As a black man, you're working doing a USC event, and while you're doing that, you don't have the opportunity to watch history in your country where you live at. Come on, man. You could have moved that to that night, and it would have been fine. Because let's just be honest. I didn't watch the celebration after eight o'clock. For what? So I can see Tom Hanks? No, nah, I'm good. I, I don't need any of that. But you could have put UFC at 8 o'clock. No, no, we're going to put it at 10 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. What happened at 10 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time? Oh, yeah, Biden's getting inaugurated. Oh, yeah, I'm a Trump supporter. Douchebag. Straight douchebag. I mean, why do you keep giving him a chance, man? I mean, it's not even giving him a chance, man. Yeah, because I've told you, man, like he's one of the few people on the planet that I respect less than Cruz. I don't have any respect for Dana White. I like, mean, if, if Dana White was shot in front of me and needed medical attention, I pray that the Jesus in me would allow me to be better than I really think I am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, but I'm just like, and the messed up part about it all was you look at the car from head to toe it really wasn't horrible i mean it wasn't the greatest car in the world but dude 10 o'clock in the morning eastern santa time you could like, li literally the only reason to do that was because he was like i'm trying to upstage the inauguration like i even understand like espn people gotta work you know get ups on and all this other stuff and i, I get that because that's their job or whatever you chose to put it at this time. 
you're still on Fight Island because on Saturday, you know, when this comes out, it'll be last Saturday, they're having an event that's at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time at night. You could have did this at 12 because he was inaugurated by like 10.50 or something. Nah, he, was, he didn't get a number until 11.55. It's, it's, it was 11.50 or something. Well, that's fine. It took all, like, what, 15 minutes, maybe? For yeah, I mean, it, it's not a long process. He could have done that after that. But his lack of respect for our customs in America, and he's supposed to be American, but you being a trust that's not a lack. That's not a lack of respect for our customs, man. That was basically his lack of respect for the process he's a trump supporter yeah. and being a trump supporter has told many of the trump supporters is you don't have to respect anything unless trump says so and i mean it's almost like honestly and not i don't think a lot of people caught it and that's fine but it's like it's almost the last middle finger to america because and i feel bad for the americans that were even there who were fighting and it's like come on man it's one thing you could have let them at least watch it and then come out at 12 30 and had your stuff and life would have been cool because let's be real after the inauguration like the swearing in i mean the whole thing of gifts and all that eh. everything else is just a show yeah so it's like but you couldn't even do that you didn't have any class enough to do that. But it wasn't about the patriotism, man. He was just doing it because well, he wanted to get eyes off of the inauguration. Yeah. The the probably the, the best thing probably because it was in the morning, most people actually work. So they probably won't watch it anyway. But it's just the fact that it was there. I mean, whatever eyes you could get, you pulled off. So right now he is a leader. He 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 is the unquestioned leader of douchebag of the year award. But he's going to be that every year as long as he exists because that's who I he mean, is. And you're right. That's very possible. But I'm just... He he is the American dream. White, racist, and rich. American dream. I mean, you know, it is what it is, I guess. And for anybody who wants to tell me he's not a racist, F you. He's a racist. Jeez. Just because he employs black people or works with black people. Look, racists like making money too. So they will work with people who are brown. Doesn't mean they like them. Doesn't mean they respect them. Just means they're using them. I mean, you ain't wrong. And I ain't mad at none of I ain't mad at nobody that works for UFC, that fights for UFC. I mean, you gotta make your dollar, but I just hope that all them people know. He don't give a f about them. He's he's like, done he's done his best to try to ruin that sport for years. Yeah, he's trying. But it's just yeah. at the end of the day, people really like seeing people beat each other up. So I mean, if it wasn't for that, he he would be he wouldn't be successful. Well, all right. So that's on my mind. You know, D D B L D B L year. He's winning so far. We'll see. Moco Cap Moby Moco Cowboy says, "Would you say that he's a Dana White supremacist?" <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> 
He'll be here and all week. Cowboy. He'll be here all <laughs> week. Tip your service. Tip your service, y'all. For the funniest line. That was good. But yes, I would, actually. I would. <laughs> so, um, once again, thank you to those who have listened, who have, who have watched this. Thank you to those who listen on the podcast. Once again, you can get this podcast anywhere where you get your podcast, including um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. I mean, yeah, if there's a podcast place that has podcasts, Spotify. We, Spotify, we there. Um, also, go to the webpage, 5minutewarning.com, and that's spelled F-I-V-E, minutewarning.com. Um, you know, we thank you for your support. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Um, you can get all that from the website as well. Um, tell your friends. You know, you don't got to hide your wives and stuff. We don't do any of that. But, you know, tell your friends. You know, we try to be funny, but we try to make light of the craziness that's going on in the world today. And I would like to say that I am so glad, so glad we get to talk more about the crazy stuff because now that the political crazy stuff is going to hopefully die down a little bit, we can go back and talk about DAB Karens and stuff like that. See, I don't mind talking about them because them just crazy, especially when they do the dead drop. That's the greatest thing ever. So, and for those who don't understand what I'm talking about, that was the last episode that just got put out today. So make sure you listen to it. Um, thank you for those who listen on Facebook. Thank you for those who listen on Twitch. Um, YouTube is coming soon. We're trying to make it big in this world. We thank all of you. Like thank Moby and AG for being on the show as always. Thank you again. This has been a five minute warning. We out. Be safe. What Chuck Willie did two and two? It's not gonna be two and two for us, but it's gonna be peace. So take it easy, y'all. You can send any questions or comments to five minute warning nineteen at gmail.com. The five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5-Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there.